it's it's fine. It's not as bad as some stuff. <laughs> I guess that's, yeah, that's one way that's to look at it. The only way to look at it. <laughs> uh, it's not as bad as other things. <laughs> I mean, I did murder them, but I didn't murder their parents. Like some people. Yeah, see, exactly. You gotta look on the bright side of things. Welcome to Three Guys, Three Questions, where three friends test the limits of propriety through the questions we ask. Today is March 9th, 2015, and this is episode 9 of season 3. This week, we're sponsored by llamas, alpacas, and cute little sheep babies. I'm Aaron L.M. Goodwin, and I'm joined as always by Andrew Savage. Say hello, Andrew. Hey, how's everyone doing? Awesome. Get back to me on that, okay? <laughs> uh, I'm also joined by Adam in a funk. Anderson, because there's widow Adams in a funk. I'm in an uptown funk. Ooh. Widow, widow sheep baby Adam is in a I, funk. Whatever. Willy, willy in a funk. You're, you're not improving my mood. You guys should be really nice to him. I'm going to skip what I had in the follow up and feedback because I just don't even want to talk. <laughs> okay. We're moving on. <laughs> there is no follow up and feedback this week, apparently. Nobody talks to us. We have nothing to follow up on. Sometimes it feels like when I'm recording this podcast, I'm just yelling into a void. Unfortunately, it's not like looking into a void in which the abyss looks back. The void just doesn't care when I yell at it. The abyss is ignoring you? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like our podcast. The abyss doesn't even <laughs> want to look, look in your direction. <laughs> abyss! Hey, abyss! Hey, abyss, do you abyss. want to split Nothing. a pizza with me? <laughs> abyss, do you have any plans oh, tonight? Abyss, hey! Man, hey. Freaking, the abyss would be a terrible roommate. Like, Abyss, it's your turn to wash the dishes. <laughs> freaking, I just look into it. I just see itself staring back at me like, like some freaking jerk. <laughs> um, My next plan is if is if I ever get a roommate again, I'm going to change my name to Abyss. <laughs> and then every time someone asks me something, I just stare right back at them. <laughs> but also, if you ever have a if if you ever have a, a child, he could be the son of Abyss. Son of Abyss. Room shot. And that's okay, our uh, feedback and follow-up. <laughs> If you're new to the show, here's how it works. Each host asks a question, then each host gives their answer. Hilarity hopefully ensues, and we move to the next question. Adam has today's first question, so take it away, Adam. Here's my question. If you had to choose a different field of study, what would you choose and why? Andrew, you're up first. Marine biologist. Next question. Um, I don't know if you remember like, <laughs> um, the, the, the next two words of my question after what would you choose, but it would be and why. So, like, I'm trying to goad you into talking a little bit more about this because we usually try to make this podcast about an hour long. And if all of your answers okay. are just two words, that's not going to happen, Andrew. Okay, I know how shows work. Adam, I really appreciate that. So, I'll change my... Well, it just seemed like you weren't participating. So, if I could change my field to study, I'd actually change it to a doctor. But just so I could tell people I'm in pre-med. But the problem is I already tell people I'm in pre-med because anything that you're not in med is technically pre-med. Because <laughs> I, I have three roommates who are in pre-med I'm like, so does that mean you just started school? I don't understand Like, And like girls like it, it's like, oh, in pre-med So I just started telling people, I'm in pre-med But it's just my general studies right now <laughs> You don't feel the least bit deceitful? <laughs> and then you can always conveniently change yeah, your plans change it later. line Because technically I am in pre-med I'm just not in med school yet <laughs> 
Because no one ever says I'm post-med. Yeah. No one right? says, well, I guess you could say I'm in med school. <laughs> but people who say, oh, I'm in pre-med are trying to make sure the person knows I'm going to be a doctor one day. That's the whole reason why you'd say that. Yeah. You don't say I'm, you would say, well, right now I'm getting my associate's degree so I can go to medical school. I don't know. That's it's what just, pre-med means. It's, it's, yeah, so I don't know. It's just like, I, I guess pre-med, but I guess I'm already pre-med, even though I'm not going into medical school. Anyway, that's my... I'm pretty sure that means you're not pre-med. Like, do you not feel deceitful? No, not at all. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's technically true, because we're all pre-med. If they assume that I'm implying something else, that's their fault. <laughs> But but you are implying something yeah. else. No, I like this plan. I'm going to start doing it too. <laughs> Pre-med implies something other than what you're using it for. He's implying he's implying that if you are really concerned about me about someone becoming a doctor someday, then you deserve to be fooled by yes, this. Yes, this is what it is. <laughs> exactly. Perhaps That's it's it. that. It's fair. It's funny cuz I don't know if they do this in Provo and at your BYU. But people will ask um what are you studying for school or how many semesters you are in? Now, this is a clever way of trying to see how old a person is without asking them, how old are you? <laughs> and so I've been like started answering like, how, how many semesters are you in? I'm like 75. I'm a Highlander and I'm just underachieving. <laughs> people don't appreciate that answer, but I know what's going on. I, I understand their, their game, their ruse. I just I just want to see a Highlander movie where he's just like the world's most boring Highlander. <laughs> he's just like he's he's like cool. he's like like one of those older women who, you know, her family's all gone like an empty nester mm -hmm. who goes back to college. <laughs> she's at the community college. You've all had people like that in your oh, classes. Yeah. And it's like it's a so it's them and Highlander, but he's in the same group, <laughs> you know, because he's been around oh, forever. Yeah. I'm sorry, like, I know going back to school is a really good thing, but sometimes it's really annoying to have those people in my classes because they'll raise their hands and they'll comment and they'll be like, at home, when I'm talking to my children, it's like, I can't identify with what you're saying. Nothing after that phrase. Like, when you introduce what you're going to say with, oh, with my kids, like, I don't pay attention to anything after that because I can't understand it. The best is when they argue with the professor. Oh, yeah. mm. Because to them, their peers or they feel more qualified than the professor because of their in their mind, it's a it's a matter of seniority, not actually like experience. Or credentials. Credentials. <laughs> <laughs> and so they argue and you're like, uh, please stop. I feel like every time I have someone in my class, I'm like, well, my kids did this, is like that's them saying I'm in pre-med. <laughs> to let people know that they have kids and they so because of that they have some sort of credibility and bet they're about to so you know okay that's my answer i think it's also really weird though to have people your age in class and then like class ends one day and then you hear them go up to the professor and be like hey i'm probably going to be absent in a couple of weeks because my, my my wife is pregnant and she's due to have a child and i'm just like what is wrong with you why are you having a child you're as old as me you're not an adult <laughs> I think that reflects it probably more reflects it more on me. Like, <laughs> I, I figure it's just people are never adults until they wake up one morning in their life and their dreams are dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's the case, then I've been an adult for a long Aaron, time. Aaron, if that's the case, you're the most adult person I know. 
<laughs> my dreams have all been. Do you ever like wake up and start wondering like who was in charge of trusting you enough that you've ended up to like to wherever you are? Like I wake up sometimes and I'm like, I'm technically living on my own and I'm like responsible for things. Who decided that I was ready for that? Like it just kind of happened um, one day. Like who's in charge of that decision? I think that presupposes some sort of very complicated network of people in charge of everything and I hate to break it to you but the world's a lot more chaotic than that <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is really going to make you worried but well just like all of a sudden my parents were just like yeah you're you're responsible enough to go do things but I wasn't they just made me go do things hey you should talk to my brother he's found a loophole <laughs> <laughs> See, it's funny because I come from like such an opposite, like a different background where like my parents were leaving me alone to watch my three younger siblings when I was like 10. Yeah, that sounds like me too. And like for like a whole day, I'd just be in charge and they'd like drop me off. I I did the family shopping for a while because like they just dropped me off with the money and I <laughs> do the shopping and then they'd come back around and pick me up like I... Like, I don't know. I, my parents were like super quick to, to want to get me being not, not like relying on them. <laughs> but my parents also left me home alone to take care of myself and my little sister. But like, it wasn't a good experiment. We just broke things. We weren't responsible. <laughs> Show <laughs> just, them for putting responsibility in my hands. We were yeah, given. I, I was given this responsibility, and I fungled it. And for some reason, I kept getting more responsibility until I've ended up where I am now, where I'm in charge of my own life and my own bank account. And so, are you saying that you're still fighting against it? Like your master plan is to find a way <laughs> to to break something or screw something up, so you can go back to. Not being responsible anymore. It hasn't worked so you far. You want to get grounded? So I might need to come up with a different plan. Dude, you're just not trying hard enough. Just go to class naked one day. <laughs> and then they'll tell you to go home. Do it again. They'll send you home quick. I'm, I don't know that they would send me home so much as they would home. send me to jail. They'd call the Segway police Yeah, the police will him. take you and then your parents will get you. And then you realize, oh, Adam just broke one day. <laughs> You just snapped. You tell everyone your name's Abyss. <laughs> <laughs> and just stare off into the distance anytime someone talks to you. Just scream child every three seconds. Every time forever. somebody talks to me, I should just stare them back in the eye and be like, the Abyss is staring back at you. <laughs> you should have a shirt too. Just a white shirt with black letters, Abyss. No, a black shirt with black lettering. That's, 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 the, that's the second time in as many weeks that we've come up with a t-shirt idea. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, you know what? I think we're in the wrong business, guys. <laughs> we should just start a t-shirt business. Aaron, it's your answer. <laughs> um, my so if I had to choose a different field of study, <laughs> I think we went off on something along the lines of a tangent. I would choose anthropology. Nice. Which is the study of human being. Professional people watching? Um, it's like being a zoologist for animals that can talk. I feel talk. like I do that already. But yeah, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I like anthropology because people are infinitely interesting. Like, I've never, I've never become uninterested in human beings because they're just so complex and and mind-boggling. They at always times. do something to surprise you. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like <laughs> when I thought I had them all figured out. Nope, 
just go on Twitter this last week and just see the interaction people had with each other. And you're like, okay, this is new. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't, um, anthropology. Yeah. I was, I was actually doing anthropology, everything I could to go towards that and change, but I, I enjoyed it because it's just fascinating to see why people do the things they do. And if you can figure and like even a little bit of that out, um, Real rewarding, and I feel like I feel I just feel like there should be like a equivalent of a zoo where people in like their natural habitat, but you get to just them. Yeah, we should like we should round up a bunch of well, a bunch of people, and like we could segregate them into like okay, like those who have similar heritage, and then not we could just I'm like saying. concentrate them all in <laughs> one space so we can observe them easily. It'd be like it'd be like a little, it'd be like a day camp. <laughs> A concentrated day camp. <laughs> so yesterday I was asleep in my room, which seems to be a safe place to be. And then the management lady bursts in with some guy into my room and shows him around. I'm like, yeah, I was totally not sleeping here. I was just, I don't live here. My <laughs> things and valuables aren't laying around, whatever. It was, I felt like wow. I was an animal at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get, I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe I prop. You know what? I probably wouldn't want to watch like Big Brother. Oh, that TV show. <laughs> the TV show or the book. The TV show. Okay, that that makes more sense. If, if you're an anthropologist, though, you could just go to a park with a notebook, and then people come up and be like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And be like, "I'm doing science." That's not a funny answer, but that's my answer. <laughs> I would probably go into like computer science or something because <laughs> yeah, I've always wondered what it would be like to understand. Everything about computers. And you would want to know what it's understand to have like a job prospect after school. No, I'm just curious. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an English major. My my thoughts are not on employment. (laughs) Making money is not even in the realm of possibility. Like it it didn't even cross my mind. Is this your hack on responsibility? (laughs) (laughs) Like they're they're trusting me to be responsible. I'll show them I'm gonna study English. Um Yeah, it'd just be really cool to like learn how to program and just like, like have a computer and be like, this is a tool and I can do whatever I want with it. Because I feel like there's all these possibilities that computers have that I can't even access. It's pretty cool. Like I, I just started doing the programming classes and you can do some pretty amazing stuff with just a little bit of knowledge. I, Adam, I think you're probably in the wrong field now that I think about it, because like the fact that you're like so into like grammar and stuff like that probably alludes that, that you'd be a good programmer because that's exactly what programming programming is. is. It's like, it's like diagramming sentences. Yeah. But like (laughs) programming is taking bits of things and arranging them in a logical way to get an output. Yeah, but like Desired output, right? The, the thing is with computer languages, it's the, the syntax is extremely strict. Um, right? you'd be and surprised so actually. This like syntax A always reproduces, you know, output B or whatever. But in yeah. in English, it's like, okay, you can have syntax A, B or C and they'll create outputs D through Z in somebody's mind right and so you can you can it's it's a lot more fungible and it's not more it's a lot more fun because you can just it's it's spongier and squishier this is not it 
<laughs> you know what? You were wondering why I was in the funk. This is why. Every time I get excited about something, Andrew's like, this is so boring. I hate you. I just I just felt bad for every person who's listening to this for a second. I could just mentally turn off for a second. So I had to say something. It's not has nothing about you or your interests, but I, I, think, I think it is. You, you literally just called my interest so boring that your brain turns off, but you also said that it has nothing no, to do with I said my some interests. people. I said some people. I'm vague enough. Guys, stop fighting. <laughs> We're getting a divorce, Aaron, and it's your fault. Anyway, the reason I've been English <laughs> and not in programming is because English is prettier. It's a short way of saying what I was talking um, about earlier. And I'm sure somebody who's listening who knows how to program things is going to be like, no, uh, programming is pretty, but they can just suck it. That was quite eloquent. <laughs> yeah, for someone who's an English major, you really went with the gusto there. Years of study. In the words of Steve Austin. <laughs> the great literary master Steve Austin once Sometimes said. Sometimes you use two words. <laughs> Why'd you end it with a preposition? Um, <laughs> the two-word sentence. So, Aaron, how would you want to use your 15 minutes of fame? There's something that I would, I was, first of all, I think the 15 minutes of fame idea is stupid because, like, not everyone gets 15 minutes of fame. There's some people who get zero minutes of fame and some people who get lifetime. I'm pretty sure ev almost everyone gets zero minutes of fame. But getting past that, so if I get, if I'm guaranteed 15 minutes of fame, what do I want to do with it? I thought about dividing it up like a, into three three different five minute instances of fame. <laughs> okay, but I'm not quite sure I could do a lot with five minutes. <laughs> so my plan is to spend a whole fifteen minutes making people aware that their fashion decision to button the top button of their collar is in great error. <laughs> That they need to correct their. What weight. about people that only button this the top button? Is the most important thing ever. <laughs> <clears throat> what a campaign! What about men that have the hair bun thing, that, that new trendy thing that they have? Have you seen that? Um, yeah, whatever. You know, you look like you should be an incubus, but whatever. <laughs> so, I have a friend, and on his Instagram, every time he sees someone with that hair thing, the bun thing, he'll take a picture of them, and is. He's like yes. collecting them. Yeah. He's collecting man top exactly. knots. Exactly. I think if you're if you're a samurai warrior, it's totally acceptable. Oh well, yeah. Or if you're um, a plains tribe Indian, mm -hmm. totally acceptable. But then he has the hashtag stop the knot, which I think. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, does? he does. Check on Instagram. Man. Check stop the knot. I think that's hopefully what it's it. not. Something. <laughs> that's what I'm checking before. Babe, I, I feel like. The uh, basic rule of thumb. I feel like the rule of thumb with the top knot is that if you can defend your top knot with a sword, then you can keep it. Yeah, there you go. But hey, I think we're getting distracted from what the real problem is. And it's that everyone is walking around looking like a total nerd with their top button buttoned. And they're not wearing a tie. There's nothing. There's no reason for them to be doing this. And the whole point of the collar being shaped the way collars are shaped is for you to have some sort of neckwear or to open. <laughs> I'm really worried about the top button thing because I had this, I think, I don't know if Andrew was there, but we all know someone who's kind of mentally um, deficient. Handicapped is not, I don't know. That's a good, yeah. 
you know, yeah. he's not he's not quite as developed. Um, he's a great great guy. Love him, but he always wears a shirt and he buttons the top button. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, that's different. He just does it because he doesn't know anybody. He's been doing it way before it was a trend. But I was complaining about this to someone about the. Top <laughs> I think I remember thing. this now. <laughs> and then, and then I think it was you, Andrew, because I think you like looked at me with these like big eyes, <laughs> like you're like look behind you, and I and I looked, and it was him. Was like, oh hey. <laughs> And I felt really bad. So if I can find a way that that 15 minutes of fame doesn't reach him. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just put him like 20 minutes away. That's how that works, right? Distract him. Um, I feel like, I feel like you might incur the wrath of the Cholos though with your campaign. Okay. If your top button is buttoned and all the rest are unbuttoned, that's fine. Because you (laughs) need to button somewhere. I feel like that's, that's worse. I'm just saying people who button all the way up to the top. Cholos are cool. Down with Cholos. Okay, man. Hey, guys, do you guys remember the those, what are they called? Homies? Yeah, those little things you'd get at the vending machines. <laughs> little homies? <laughs> I, think that, I think that was an exclusive uh, California thing. Little homies sounds like something you just made up. It really no, does. No, it's not. not. It, 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 found, really it sounds popular. like one of our bad ideas. <laughs> no. Okay. No. They exist. They're called, they're just called homies, I think. And they're these little plastic figurines that you get from like quarter machines. Oh, I remember them. Everyone had them when I was in middle school. Homies figurines. Just, just, I mean. How much are they going for on eBay? Man, you can get them for like seven bucks. Oh, I had that one. Seven bucks. For one? (laughs) Yeah. Aaron, are you buying that right now? Is this going to be another one of those instances where you buy something while we're recording? Mm, I'm, I'm not. I had, well, I had like a huge (laughs) collection of them and you can, you could get a poster where where you it had all of them like from a different certain editions on the poster you try to collect them all yeah that was a real thing shout out to all my homies <laughs> weird adam so i with my 15 minutes of fame i would probably spend the entire 15 minutes talking about language and grammar and shakespeare just to piss off andrew <laughs> Hey, I like Shakespeare. I just don't like talking about it yeah. every week. <laughs> I'd, I'd spend the entire 15 minutes talking about language concepts. I'd, ta- I'd talk about grammar the whole time. I'd talk about linguistics. I'd bring up, I'd bring up corpora. Okay, well, that's a cool answer. So my answer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what my 15 happening? minutes of fame would apparently be the most boring 15 minutes that's ever existed on, a, on the planet. <laughs> But it would make Andrew mad. Fame is used loosely. So. <laughs> so it would be worth it. So I watched Birdman the other day. It's really good. I. But the, I heard it's terrible. It's really good, but it's, yeah. But anyway, there's this one scene where this home. I heard that it won an Oscar. It did. I, I enjoyed it. But there's this one scene where this homeless person is um, reciting the tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow line from Macbeth as loud as he can. Just screaming it. <laughs> and I thought of Adam when that happened. Because that's what I feel like you're going to be in uh, 30 years. Just a homeless guy quoting Shakespeare as loudly as he can. <laughs> that's what my 15 minutes of fame would lead to. Oh, Adam's just going to be, he's going to be pushing a shopping cart full of uh, 
literary compendiums. Oh. Like all these volumes <laughs> of books of, of great literature. This is my library. Just screaming, all sounded fury, signifying nothing. Just loud as it can. <laughs> Alas, poor Yorick. I knew him, Horatio. Oh. He was a fellow of infinite justice. Thrift, thrift, Horatio! <laughs> anyway. So when I was in high school, we used to like pretend that we were um, working on our lines. So we would ditch class and we'd tell our drama teacher we were working on lines for a play we were in. <laughs> and whenever she came in, we'd say, Thrift, thrift, Horatio! <laughs> the, the, whatever the... Something spoiled the funeral meets or whatever. The yeah, that line. <laughs> and uh <laughs> we just had that line memorized every time and we'd take it from there. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked like a charm. It took a long time for, for her to pick up on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it became obvious once I didn't know any of my sides then. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so my answer. My 15 minutes of fame, I want to come up with a dance move. I just want, like, for 15 minutes, Ooh. I want a dance move that everyone knows and does. Like the Urkel? Yeah, or like the Gundam style or something. But something like that. Did you say Gundam style? or? I don't know. It came out <laughs> when I was style. in Baltimore. I don't remember what was going on when that happened. Gundam style is a big robot. Yeah, exactly. But anyway... <laughs> I think you're talking about Gundam yeah, style. Thank you. I need no, to I want to talk about Gundam learn style myself, now. Like, I'm way into that. No, I had to latch on to that because Gundam style would be pretty cool. I think it's already a thing, though. <laughs> I feel like that's a thing already. I don't know. You're thinking yeah, of Gundam style. Yeah, there's a style. lot of... Uh, wait, I've found Gundam style. Anyway. Anyway. So, shoot. Oh, it's just Gundam style properly named. <laughs> 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 You want to invent a dance move. Okay, so I want to invent a dance move just because I know that it would be pretty awesome for a little bit. And then it would just be annoying forever. And then I hope for one day I'll be on one of those VH1 shows. Did you know the 2010s? It'd be like the, it'd be like the Macarena. Yeah. It's worse. Everyone worse knows than Macarena. the Macarena. You should just call it worse than the Macarena. It would have to be like the jerk or... Um... The Macarena part two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, I'm not a... Every time someone's doing the Macarena part one, you're like, eh, part two. so old-fashioned. This is the Macarena. Check this out. I am the originator <laughs> of this dance. The Macarena part two. <laughs> the Macarena two is just you drunk doing the Macarena. Remix! <laughs> anyway, so that's why I want to use my 15 minutes of fame. My question, if tomorrow morning you found $500 on the ground outside your door, how would you spat them? My answer is really boring. Like, I would just spend it on myself. Why are you so boring this week? I'm in a funk. I'm in a boring funk. All I can think about is grammar and doing responsible things with $500. What do you want to do with your $500? Um, tuition. Put it towards tuition, and then it would all be it would all be gone in one fell swoop. Shoot, that's dumb, Adam. Let's assume you have everything paid off. You classes are paid off, rents paid. Yeah, everything's good. This is this is this is like money. pure. Just do whatever you want with money, but you have to spend it all in one go. I would action. I would buy the world's greatest sushi dinner. <laughs> that does sound pretty good <laughs> for for yourself. For me. A $500 sushi dinner. Just for you all by yourself. <laughs> That's either a lot of sushi or just a very little really good sushi. I, I would go for the second one. <laughs> it's, it's like some sort of endangered species. 
Harvested from yes. the Marianas Trench <laughs> to your plate. Yeah. That, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted thinking about delicious sushi. Yeah, that does sound good. Um, well, I was going to pick a food thing, but I feel like I need to pick something else. You should. So I would just rent a bouncy castle for like the weekend and just invite everyone. You know what you could do? You could, if you, if you rented the bouncy castle for a day, you could also rent a bunch of puppies and put the puppies in the bouncy castle. Dude, yes. That's it. That's what I will do. I will rent 50 Puppy puppies castle? for $500. I changed my answer. How can you even hold 50? Like, I can't, 50 puppies is a lot that of That sounds like a problem it, I want to have. Here's the thing. You don't hold 50 puppies. 50 puppies hold you. <laughs> you just ride upon a, like a legion of puppies. <laughs> Floating up. What if your mode of transportation was that you just are kind of like sitting atop a giant pile of like 50 puppies <laughs> that carries you everywhere you want to go? Just on the throne you're sitting on as these little puppies scurry around. <laughs> It'd be like Big Hero 6, but with puppies instead of tiny robots. No, but Bouncy Castle Puppy sounds like it'd be pretty awesome. They'd be so happy. They just bounce around. That would get you out of your funk. Yeah, I think we've discovered what you need. So today. Adam, you need to find a puppy. I do. Somebody, somebody, let Adam, Adam just, just hold a puppy. <laughs> go knocking door to door, asking people if they have a puppy. Just go to like PetSmart or go to the, the, go to the, some sort of pet store and just say you're looking for a puppy and you're like, I need to test this puppy That would out. be the strangest <laughs> introduction to my neighbors of all time. Just knocking on people's doors. Hey, do you have a puppy I can play with? Can I tend the rabbits, George? Do, go to the, go to the, the pound because. I couldn't go to the pound. I would. Just go on Facebook, say, who has a puppy I can play with for an hour, and see what happens. I, w- I would not go to the pound, because I wouldn't be able to hold the puppy in the pound and be like, thank you, puppy, for making me happy. Here, how about you stay in the pound? Well, but look. That would break my heart. That would put me back into a funk. The, the, if you don't do that, look. look no, no, look. If you, you're thinking the wrong way, because if you don't do that, then the puppy is still in the pound, but didn't get to be held by a, a human who is appreciating its love. So, like, it's still bad for the puppy either way. You might as well, you know, do that. No, but I'm saying it would break my heart to leave the puppy there. Oh, oh, I see. Dude, just, just buy a puppy. I won't. I, I yeah, won't. I think that's our I answer. won't tell anyone. <laughs> Hide it in your closet. Yes. Maybe I could get a doctor's note that says I can have a puppy or a kitten. Dude, I also just tell him. <laughs> just tell him. Just tell him you have a serious case of uptown funk and. <laughs> you need to get a puppy. <laughs> this, is, this is my service dog for my condition of uptown. So I don't know if they do it in Provo, but here, you if you actually get a note from the doctor, like if you have severe depression or something, they'll let you have a dog. They do. I've considered it many times. They do. And apparently it's actually really easy to get that note. So I've thought about it. I've thought about going to the doctor and be like, I'm sad. Can I have a puppy or a kitten or something? But- I don't think I should do that because I have a small apartment and I <laughs> don't want to be that guy. not in it most of the time. Yeah, that's true. Maybe a kitten. All right. My, my answer to this question is something I've wanted to do for a long, long. It's called Project Googly Eyes. <laughs> it may or may not be a binder I've already set up. But long story short, it involves buying a whole lot of different kinds of vegetables and fruits and then applying googly eyes to them. And then leaving them all over the. Place. What if what if you what if you put googly eyes like on things in public? Huh? So like I do that sometimes. I have a I have a bag of googly eyes in my glove compartment in my car, <laughs> and sometimes I just like put them on things. <laughs> I think it's better. Okay, so here's why I want this project to happen. Like why vegetables? <laughs> well, because it's so out of 
the normal. Like it's so not expected. Like you see some googly eyes on like a mailbox and you're like, oh, that's clever. Someone had some googly eyes. In but if you see a watermelon sitting in the middle of the street with googly eyes, you're like, what? That would brighten anyone's day. I think. I'd be like, let's run over that watermelon. <laughs> hey, go for it, man. That'd still brighten your day. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think this would change lives. I think this is a really important project. And so a few, get it off the a few months ago, um, just outside of the library, there's this big sign that had, I don't know what it was advertising, but there's like an old timey, like um, uh, just like kind of an outline picture of this big old fat guy. I don't know what he was doing, but somebody went up and put googly eyes over his eyes. And so it was like this really serious picture, except he had googly eyes and they were just kind of like jiggling in the wind and it was beautiful. Was it supposed to be that way? Or no, put it was not supposed on. to have googly eyes on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> googly eyes are pretty awesome. I'm going to go buy Do it. It's like only like five bucks. You can get a bunch of them. It's so worth it. Just make sure that the, the googly eyes that are stickers that you peel. So in our, in our apartment right now, we have this BYU flag that has a cougar on it, like I don't know what it's doing. I think it's like crawling down a mountain or something. And it looks really fierce, except we put googly eyes on it. It's so great. <laughs> I'll, I'll take a picture and send it to you because it's amazing. I didn't know googly eyes were so common, man. Yeah. yeah. You've never, people do it all the time. Like I said, but make sure you get the googly eyes that are stickers and not the glue on one. Because then you can just take it, peel it and put. What I want to know though is, is why do you need $500 for this project? Because that sounds like a pretty cheap project. Like, you can get an apple. I don't need for like five hundred dollars for the project, but it's gonna be five hundred dollars awesome. Like I don't want to buy like three cantaloupes and do this and be like, update project googly eyes. You're, you're literally going to infest your town with googly eyed vegetables and fruit. Yeah. The original plan was to do it at my call to do it at uh, VVC. Because <laughs> it's like a hellhole of just disappointment <laughs> and broken dreams. It's like the television show community was actually a documentary of a real place. <laughs> yeah, I really think that someone who writes on that show went to VVC because <laughs> it's uncanny. Don't be ridiculous. Nobody that went to VVC has a job now. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Remember, your ratings fuel us. <laughs> Go to 3g3q.co slash rate and leave your review. You can subscribe to receive a new episode the moment they're released by going to 3g3q.co slash subscribe. You can find show notes for this episode at 3g3q.co slash 309. And we'd uh, love to hear from you. Tweet us your questions with the hashtag Ask3G. Leave a voicemail or text at 760-881-4382. Or go to 3g3q.co slash ask to submit it via Tumblr. Uh, where can people get a hold of you guys? I am at ASAV or A underscore SAV. On Twitter? On Twitter, yes. That's what the at, I think, tries to be on IRC. Uh, find me. At a frog in my throat. Um, you can find me at at that Adam kid on Twitter, and I am at Aaron L M Goodwin on Twitter. Other than that, goodbye. Have a great day. Be awesome, and remember to question Basically, hey, 
Wait, let's just cancel a podcast today and talk about this. this okay, TV. let's just actually just watch the show on the podcast and just have people listen to us watch it. <laughs> it's like Mystery Science Theater 3000. What if we do something that I also care about? Um, uh, let's talk about if we talked um, about grammar. if we talked about Shakespeare for an hour and a half. I think um, people would be upset. Uh, I think the ampersand is highly underrated. <laughs> Adam, what did you what did you do this week? Why are you so sad over there, Adam? What happened in Utah? What happened? It snowed to and then it melted an hour later. That's what happened. It was the worst. Yeah, that's what that happened. So it's just ice everywhere. No, it's just nothing. Just water. There hasn't oh, been a winter this year. The only time it snowed was while I was in Kansas visiting my family. A- Adam. It Adam, I'm going to say this really nicely. Adam, I'm going to say this really nicely. Shut up. Just shut up. I don't want to hear about the snow. Snow sucks. <laughs> winter sucks. <laughs> this winter's never going to end. The only thing that winter's good for is to remind us how awesome spring, summer, and fall are. What's the, what's the temperature where you guys it, are at? Is. It's 28 degrees here, so it's cold and there's no snow to play in. I got 41. I got 41. I'm sorry, 37. Updated it. <laughs> Going. <clears throat> it's dropping. The other day it was um it was sunny out, like it was like no clouds, and it was seven degrees. That can only happen mm. here. It's actually not that bad. It's a uh, it's a it's a nice uh, 63. That's nice. That sounds too hot though. Oh, nice. <laughs> Super nice. Well, let's, let's talk about the um, weather more, guys. Let's see how hmm. boring we can make this episode. W- w- welcome to Three Guys, Three Temperatures. I'm just going to have a slice of bread with some butter and some milk. <laughs> <laughs> I was asked about comfort food. I don't know why you expected it to be exciting. <laughs> like, yeah, my comfort food is a kebab grilled over applewood. Like no, that sounds amazing. It does. I feel comfortable just hearing about that. <laughs> I'm hungry. Let's not talk about food right at the top. All right, uh, let's get started. 